For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Don Fisher, the voice of Indiana football, and you're listening to Sports Yak, the number one sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Actually, the only sports podcast on the network. Come on, Uncle Jim, the party start. Hear that music? From South Bend, Indiana, that's in America. It's Sports Yak. This is Jimmy Shorts. Thank you, Studio DNA Podcast Network. And here's your host, Corey Mann, and Indiana Broadcast Hall of Famer, Chuck Reeby. That's good. Now turn it off. And away we go with episode 121. Episode 121, Chuck Freebie. Now, normally, Corey Mann, I will throw in at this point a little nugget of somebody that has something to do with our episode number. For instance, for one time with Van Lingle Mungo, because that's how many career wins. But today, today you have brought to the table something for number 121. Chicago Bears linebacker Roquan Smith, 121 tackles. And he's just 22 years old. There you go. He has helped shore up the linebacking core of the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Defense has looked good through the early stages of training camp. Of course, that doesn't mean a whole lot. I'm supposed to go on Friday. Might be a game time decision because I know you're going on vacation and I don't want to cause a stir. True. Mm-hmm. True. Now, what time is practice on Friday? Oh, great question. I'd have to look it up. I signed up for it about a month ago. And you pick up an hour, you know, going that way. That's right. That's right. And the 12-year-old seems a little more interested than he usually does this time around. Well, that's good. You know, he's a big Mitch Trubisky fan. I, myself, like Khalil Mack, like to see what happens. They'll both be there. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you like to start the show with a phone call? Sure. You've got a phone call. You've got a phone call. You better pick it up right right, now. right now. You've got a phone call. You've got a phone call. Hi, it's Chris from Nashville, and I'm a kind of a new fan of the Chicago Cubs. I think they're going to go all the way this year, especially as Ben Zobris gets uh, gets reacclimated in the system. Uh, I think he's going to come back stronger, better than ever. I think his uh, grade point average is going to be bigger than it's ever been before. Uh, I think there will be more home, uh, I mean, um, more field goals that the Cubs are going to be punting this year. That's going to happen. I, I just know it. I just know it. I'm, I'm kind of a new, um, 
new fan, uh, but I'm, I'm learning all the words uh, correctly. I'm learning all the words. I know all the big words, all the best words about baseball. If you ever want to ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know who you are and where you're listening, call the Yak Line, 574-210-7950. You see, once you started this adventure with me, mm-hmm. there are people like me out there finally thinking that this is their opportunity to come out of their shell as well and be sports fans without really knowing anything about sports. I know you and Chris spent some time together in the Windy City over the weekend. Uh, I would suggest that uh, Chris, before he move up to the major league level, spend some time with the West Tennessee Smokies. That's the Cubs double-A team. Uh, He could perhaps buy some Smokey Links at the game. That would be good for him, too. Uh, and then I would suggest that uh, Chris, as he learns the big words, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps uh, learn how to use them. Uh, that said, I appreciate the uh, the call, mm-hmm. and I appreciate the uh, thought behind it. Uh, the Cubs going all the way. Ooh, boy, today's the trade deadline. I would love to see at the trade deadline the Cubs pick up somebody who can be a leadoff hitter. They've tried Robel Garcia in that role. That's not working. Nothing seems to be working right now. The Cub bats are just so sporadic. Sunday they got the the big day out of Schwarber, the grand slam, the three-run homer, three-run homer from Caratini. Last night, six hits, and they lose to the Cardinals by a count of two to one. You Darvish gets tagged with a loss, even though he gave up only two runs in six innings. This team has just not been hitting on this road trip. And this road trip, we warned you, Cub fans. We warned you here on the Yak. We said this is a pivotal two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's not over yet. If they come back and they win these last two games in St. Louis, they go four and five on the road trip. And they needed to do that to hang on to first place, and they will be in first place if they win the last two games of the series. They have Kyle Hendricks going tonight. They have John Lester going tomorrow night. That's a possibility. But this is not a team that looks like a division winner right now. Does Theo Epstein's office look like the Brad Pitt Moneyball scene, the calling of coaches, the buy my sodas for the next year and a half, we'll give you this player for that player, get him on the horn, get this, call the GM, get some more money? That's a valid question because I'm I'm not exactly sure just how active the Cubs are in this trade market. They picked up David Phelps yesterday, which even though David's a former Notre Dame player and delightful person, that doesn't do all that much to excite me or many other Cub fans. He's a right-handed arm for the bullpen, but he's never been necessarily outstanding. It's not like he's a flamethrower or anything like that. He's he's kind of a Mike Montgomery type. Okay. Except with the right hand instead of the left. Um, meanwhile, Cleveland last night goes out and gets two sluggers. They, they trade the head case that is Trevor Bauer to Cincinnati in part of a three-way deal. They get Yasiel Puig from the Reds, who, remember, years ago with the Dodgers was the up-and-coming star, and he's he's kind of 
a little troubled, but I'll tell you what, he hit the Cubs hard this year, and he gave the Reds some punch in their lineup. And they get a kid named Fran Milrays from the Padres, who's got about 28 homers this year. So Cleveland really adds some lumber to their lineup. Remember, the Indians just two back of the Twins in the AL Central. The Reds give up their top prospect to the Padres, Taylor Trammell. I'm not exactly sure what the Reds are trying to do in this deal. Be that as it may, Cleveland's out there making power moves, and I don't see the Cubs making power moves. Now, the word is in Chicago that the Ricketts family said, we're not paying any more money than what we've already paid. You're going to have to win with what we have. Or you're going to have to figure out how to do it within the budget, at least. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can trade parts, but it's got to stay within the budget. And it's like, well, how's that going to work? Perhaps the best news for the Cubs yesterday is Pedro Strope went on the injured list. (laughs) Is that the best news? He's out for 10 days with (laughs) left neck tightness, apparently. I think it's because he wore the hats sideways. Does that drive you nuts? Yeah, it. I'm not a fan of it, but it doesn't drive doesn't drive me nuts as much as it does Nagel. Oh, yeah. he can't stand it. It's an offense to the game of baseball. Yeah, something like that. All right, you want to wrap up all the baseball stuff? Well, so let's talk a little bit more about the Cubs situation. They sit a game behind St. Louis, as we mentioned. Hendricks and Lester go in the next two nights. I'll, I'll be curious, though, to see if Theo can pull off some sort of trade because they have not been able to get any kind of production out of the second base position this year, and they have not been able to get any kind of solid leadoff spot. The only team that has had more different players hit leadoff than the Cubs this year is Toronto, and they're not going anywhere. Cubs have had nine different leadoff men this year. Nine. That's That's a lot. So we'll see if they can find some magic, something to rejuvenate those bats. The White Sox, man, are we talked about this a couple episodes ago. They are in a huge power slump. They lose last night to the Mets, 5-2 in 11 games. Sox have been scoring in binary code in a lot of their games. They just cannot manufacture runs, and they've been outslugged since the All-Star break, 30-14 to in the home run category. They are just woeful at the plate right now and the tigers are the tigers i mean they're just bad so uh my radio hero kevin matthews yeah posted an article uh from robert feeder about peggy kaczynski which i had not heard that name in a long time i remember peggy as kevin's co-host on his radio show i remember peggy as one of my Consulees at Sportscasters Camp. Really? Oh, I have not heard this. She and Phil McDonald really? were at Sportscasters Camp. Wow. And she was a counselee? She was one of the campers. Oh, she was one of the campers? Yes. Wow. Did you get along with her back then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she goes on to win 12 Emmys uh, in Chicago. When you get the great counseling that you did, of yeah. course you do. Is that what it is? Yeah. And uh, she was, of course, on that that huge uh, Kevin Matthews radio program. Had herself a little bit of, I don't want to call it a meltdown, but she went to take care of her sister who had cancer. Right. Her her sister dies. She jumps back into the job and has what's called the Patrick Kane incident. He had come off a game 
and she was in in the locker room with a bunch of other reporters, and she asked a question that was very un-Peggy. Have you ever won a game in overtime or something? Or it's like everyone knew the answer to it. The answer was wrong. You know, like she she should have known. And Patrick kind of noticed something was wrong. And was like, yeah, Peggy, I'll have to look at that. But, uh, you know, something or other. The the organization pulled her aside and said, hey, something's off. We're going to put on the kid gloves on this one. But something's off. And then she realized what she had done. Um, fast forward, she's doing a podcast with her son. It's called A Sportscaster and Her Son. He's in high school. She's, of course, uh, big time in Chicago. Big cars. What do you, what do you say? Big cigars and motor cars. So I, I go down the rabbit trail last night and this morning to listen to the podcast. It, it kind of sounds like something we would do, you know? Our mm-hmm. niche is I know nothing. She's got her son with her. She's interviewing Virginia McCaskey. Okay. 96 years old. The matriarch of the Bears. The the legend that can take it all the way back to the beginning, you know? And uh, I, she asked a question that I thought was uh, very personal for someone who's so connected to the, the team. And I thought you'd like to hear a little bit of this conversation. Okay. I have nine siblings. I know we are never supposed to ask who the favorite children are. <laughs> I would never ask you who your favorite children are. But I have to ask you who you are most fond of that you have seen in all these years. Which players were you most fond of? Brian. Brian Piccolo. Piccolo. Of course. And I think that's the only time in my life that I ever questioned God's will. Watching a young man like that yeah. through his cancer battle. And my thinking was the world needs more people like Brian. Brian so why is this happening? Mm. And yet you look at the results in cancer research since his passing and think about all the people who have benefited from the cancer research that is funded mm-hmm. Some good over has all the years. It. Thoughts? Well, first of all, I think we've discussed this before on the show. If not, the movie Brian's song almost always brings me to tears, mm-hmm. even today as many times as I've seen it. Um, it's just a, a tragic story, and you can understand why Virginia McCaskey would feel that way. It's 54 years ago that Brian Piccolo was drafted by the Bears. It's... 49 years ago that he passed away. I find I find it stunning that that's still the player that she says she is fondest of because the Bears have had some great guys come through that organization. You think of guys like Sayers and Peyton mm-hmm. and Erlocker, uh, but here it is that uh, she still has these, and granted, I mean, wasn't even in her youth. <laughs> I mean, she was in her 40s yeah. when that happened. So it's not like you can say, oh, this player made an impression on her because she was so young. Uh, it's it's intriguing. That was a good question. And you, could hear, you can hear the emotion. Like, it came back for a brief Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. 
But I just love the honesty of that's the one time I questioned God's will. Like, what are you doing? This yeah. guy is this guy. But look at what has happened since then. So I thought you'd uh, I thought you'd appreciate that. No, that was good. That, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And and hopefully Peggy's career continues to uh, get back on track. Bad news out of Colts camp. Speaking of the NFL. Ooh, this is not a good sign for the Indianapolis Colts in that Andrew Luck says that his calf actually got worse during the first week of training camp than getting better. And so Frank Reich is putting him on the shelf for the rest of the week and for the Colts preseason opener against Buffalo. And, you know, we asked the question on the act about a week ago, who's going to have the better year, the <laughs> Bears or the Colts? And the caveat that we threw out for both of them is quarterbacks have to stay healthy. Well, will Andrew Luck ever be healthy? Is he is he this much of a China doll now that he's not going to be ready to go? Obviously, it's one thing to not be ready to go for the preseason opener. It's another thing. We've got a month to get ready for the season opener. But I think if you're, I'm a Colts fan, I'm very concerned right now about the status of my quarterback and how healthy he's going to be because we saw the Colts without Andrew Luck a couple of years ago, and it wasn't pretty. Who do we go with for the backup? Jacoby? It's Jacoby Brissett is the backup. And, and – Jacoby Brissett is a very qualified backup, and I think the Colts have more weapons around him now than they did a couple of years ago. So it might not be an epic disaster, but Jacoby Brissett is not Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is considered one of the top 25 players in the NFL. You uh, mentioned this uh, Notre Dame women's basketball story this morning. I have a theory. Let's have you do the story. I'll give you my theory. Okay. The story is, and this was reported yesterday by Gary Parrish of CBS Sports, who is pretty well connected in basketball circles. And he says that Neil Ivey, the Notre Dame assistant women's basketball coach and former player at the University of Notre Dame, has emerged as a serious candidate to join the staff of the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA as an assistant coach. If this happens, she would become the third woman in history to sit on an NBA bench. Uh, Kara Lawson was just hired this year by Washington, I believe, as the second. And then I think San Antonio, Greg Popovich, was the first to hire. Uh, the NBA has been very active in trying to establish relationships with women and minorities on their benches. And uh, this, I think, would be a great step for Niel if it were to happen. Let me hear your theory. Well, if you're going to become part of an NBA coaching staff, your schedule is going to be crazy, insane, starting with moving to Memphis more than likely. Mm -hmm. So more than likely, your son's going to need a place to stay. Well, I think it certainly explains the Jaden Ivey decision and the Jaden Ivey move. Mm-hmm in spades uh, if this all comes to fruition because you're absolutely right. Where will my son be? You know, how will he be taken care of? Uh, I don't necessarily want him having to live with another family, even though it's his senior year or something like that. Mm -hmm. No, it, it explains it 
yeah. very well. Going to Lalamuir and having a student body on campus sets him up for his next year at Purdue. By the way, our thanks to one of our maniacs who uh, sent us a very nice note on Twitter and said it's pronounced La Lumiere. Oh, La Lumiere. As though it's French. Okay. This is Tim Newton, voice of Purdue football. Catch every Boilermaker game on Pulse FM. Now back to Sports Yak. As we continue to progress towards college football, Notre Dame has set its practice schedule. Brian Kelly's going to meet with the media on Friday. Unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town, so I won't. Would you able- like me to cover that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can jump jump right on that. Uh, so he's going to meet the media Friday, and then the Irish start camp at Culver on Sunday. And they'll be at Culver next week, and they'll progress until, I believe, they come back to South Bend on the 8th. Okay. And they'll, uh, they'll return to campus then. Rizzo's birthday. As they get ready for the Louisville Cardinals on Labor Day night. Uh, IU is going to open up camp on Friday, and Purdue will open up on Thursday. Uh, the Boilermakers start their season on a Friday night, August 30th, at Nevada. Indiana opening up against uh, Ball State. I believe that game is at Lucas Oil Stadium on Saturday, August 31st. And then the Irish in primetime on Monday, September 2nd in Louisville. So, What's nice about that is if you are an in-state football fan, mm-hmm. there's no conflicts with any of those. You can watch or listen on Pulse FM to those games, and that'll be fun. If you were to go to Media Day, what would your role be? Um, what my role has been for 30 years, a reporter who asks questions and you know, I, th- I think the question going into this year is what gives you confidence about this defense when there seems to be some gaping holes at linebacker and defensive tackle? And, of course, no coach is going – he's going to tout his own players. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen them all summer, so we don't know what kind of physical development they've made or anything like that. He does. Uh, so you you ask questions the best you can, but it's it's preseason. Uh, there's only so much information you can glean. Okay, you're you're getting more philosophical answers, or you're getting you're getting things to hold as benchmarks. So okay, what where have you seen development in Ian Book? Where has his improvement come going into year two? And then he gives you some answers, and now you have something to say, okay, these are the areas where I'm going to look for the improvement in Ian Book as the season goes on. Okay. that okay. That's the best you can get out of these preseason pressers. All right. I have a contest for us to announce for really? August. Really? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I have secured Chuck Freebie two tickets to the Big Machine Vodka 400. Where's that at? Down in Indianapolis, the Brickyard. Ah, it's the Brickyard 400, but they now have a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Big Machine is a record label. Big Machine Vodka is a drinking label. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I got us two tickets. Our pal Nate uh, hooked us up. Very nice. So we'll have a little contest in August for those. Because the race is in September. Yes, moved to September 8th on a Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock. 
All right. It used to be July ish. Late July. Yeah. yeah. So nice and hot. So we've got that coming up in August. How about that? Hopefully the maniacs will be excited about that. I can hear six of them clapping now. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Uh, write this down somewhere. It's our email address, the sports yak with two K's at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, sports yak with two K's. Chuck, you're over there as well. I am at 46 sports on Twitter, and we're going to take a little hiatus for a while. Well, I, I suppose you can do the show if you want to by yourself, but I won't be back until, well, Friday the 9th. Mm-hmm. You think you'll feel like it that day? Oh, yeah. You'll yeah. have some things to say. Yeah. Now, whether you feel like it, because we have a concert that night for the radio station, I don't know. But I love the sports yak. I'll be ready to rock. All right. Until next time, sports fans. Ooga looga, Heine Manoush, Van Lingo Mungo, you little maniacs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.